What is going on, Colts Nation? He is Jamal Lawrence, and I am Eric Smith, your co-host of the Colts cast. Yo. Hey, Jamal, I got to show you something. Like these pants? Oh. Shorts. Oh. They're shorts. They're shorts. Shorts. Colts geared out? Yeah. Things is clean, dog. I need some of them. Yeah. They, they are some nice shorts. I really like them. Hey, everybody. Look, Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr., son of Hall of Famer Marvin Harrison Sr., we all know him. We're all Colts fans here. He's officially declared for the NFL draft. I think a few days ago he did that. Um, everyone, please remember to like, subscribe, and comment below with your thoughts throughout this video. Uh, Colts Nation, this is the best way to support us. And, you know, just going to let y'all know it is completely free. Hey, look, Marvin Harrison Jr. We're talking about it. We, we talked about him probably about, what, six months ago, Jamal? So Colts need to do everything they can to get this yep. man. Well, I didn't think <laughs> – well <laughs> – I think at that point, I did not think the Colts were going to win, you know, almost 10 games. But anyway, he's arguably one of the best wide receiver prospects in, in this century. You know, I, I won't say the best. I'm not going to you know, Calvin Johnson's probably the best. Uh, but like he's up there with the likes of Jamar Chase, Julio Jones, A.J. Green, like guys like them, like mm -hmm. where, you know, the Bears are going to seriously consider taking him at one, especially if they don't get a really good offer, and especially if they're going to keep Justin Fields. So there's been a lot of talk about him lately. So we're going to talk about him. So it begs the question, should the Colts trade up in this year's draft to acquire Marvin Harrison Jr.? Jamal, where, where are we beginning at? I'm going to just begin with saying, I'm going to let you talk here in a second, but I, I, the powers that be, some of the Colts fans, Colts players, and other Colts media have hop, jumped on this hype train. Eric, like you mentioned, we talked about this a couple months ago, uh, earlier during the season. You know, we were, there was a lot of flack, a lot of flack from it. Why are we worried about Marvin Harrison Jr. right now, et cetera, et cetera? Well, the time is now. Colts sit at the number 15 spot, and they got some decisions to make. And, uh, you know, when you start to hear, we hear people like Eric and myself talk about it. You may get a little excited. We hear a few Colts media talk about it. You may get a little more excited. We hear somebody like Zaire Franklin say, Ayo, anything that's not bolted down in the city, get it out of here so we can get my man in the building. Everybody gets excited. So, you know, I'm not saying that's my decision. We're going to talk about our decisions here in a little bit of whether the Colts should or should not. But, uh, you know, it's just fun to see now that everyone's kind of getting on board with this. Even the locker room, few people in the locker room, you know. So it's funny. It's fun to hear. It's exciting times. Eric, talk your talk. Let us know how you feel about him. Wouldn't it be a grand script, a Ooh. grand NFL script, if Marvin Harrison Jr. got to play on the same team that Marvis Harrison Sr. came a Hall of Famer on? Oh, I yeah. mean, <laughs> like, sign me up. But, you know, should the Colts actually trade up for him? I'm, I'm going to say maybe because I think there's arguments on both sides. You know, like, if <laughs> just imagine if they did that shit on draft night. Like, I, I don't oh. think I would be mad. Like, I, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be shocked. My jaw would be dropping to the floor. Uh, I just – I can't see it happening with Chris Ballard at the helm. I, I just don't think he would consider as a GM because maybe one time Chris Ballard has actually traded up in the first round for 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 anyone or for any position while, while being the Indianapolis Colts GM. Can't. Can't. Zero. Value Ballard. Look <laughs> – now he's done it in later rounds, um, of course, but you know, at, ne never in the first round. So I, I don't think it's starting this year for Value Balliard, um, in my opinion. Um, now, don't get me wrong; I would absolutely love to see Marvin Harrison Jr. in a Colts uniform. I, 
I would be ecstatic. I, I I was hammering the table for him earlier this year. We we have a whole episode about him, like we said, and I'm I'm sure every Colts fan on the planet, I mean, regardless of what we mortgage for the future, we would love to see him in a Colts uniform. I think the nostalgia's there. Uh, it'd be a great homecoming. But how much would it cost us? I mean, that's that's the big question here. Um, even if we were truly considering it, like you know, where where does Marvin? Like I've seen Marvis Harrison Jr. going number one. So would we have to trade up to the number one pick, number five pick, number three pick? First of all, you're gonna have you're gonna have suitors to trade up for a quarterback, mm-hmm. just like every because this draft's got some great quarterbacks in it. You're gonna have some suitors lining up to trade up for a quarterback. Now that means we're battling with those uh other teams for that pick because while we might use it on a wide receiver like M- uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. They're going to use on a quarterback potentially. So, you know, they're already probably slamming a first round pick, you know, 2025, 2026, you know, or, or we would have to give up like a high quality player. Like I'm talking, you know, someone young got, got potential, like a quitty pay potentially. Uh, See ya. <laughs> like, would you be willing to give up quitty yes. pay? Would you be willing to give up? I mean, I, I'm trying to think like what it would actually take. Um, I'd give up Quidipe. Should give up Big Q, like s- stuff like that. I I don't know what other teams would be looking for mm-hmm. besides draft picks. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. I, it you just you never know. But you're not throw some day two or day three picks in there for for one wide receiver prospect. You know, it might not be worth it in the end. <laughs> that's that's kind of the argument. Um, but. You know, wide receivers, they, they can be found in any round. Like we talk about Devontae Adams in the second, Cooper Cup in the third, Tyreek Hill in the fifth, AJ Brown, second round pick, Stefan Diggs, fifth round pick. We could keep going. Like there's diamonds in the rough. It value can be found anywhere. That that's why I don't like the, you know, anytime there's a trade that ever happens with like a fifth or fourth round pick, you always hear someone say, Oh, that's a bag of chips. Not really, because you can find good players uh with that bag of chips you're talking about. Um, but then again, here's, here's the other side to it. You look at the first round and you look at the receivers that's come out of the first round, like in history, like, I'm just going to list some, no order. Calvin Johnson, Jamar Chase, Brandon, Ayuk, CD lamb, Justin Jefferson, Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, Randy Moss. Now <laughs> the range of how good their careers was, was, was kind of ranging at, you know, from, from very low to, cause I, I put CD lamb, Brandon, Ayuk. That that's just like this generation's receiving class. Like they could end up being great, but then you have people like Larry Fitzgerald had a long, long career, and he was exceptional. Jerry Rice, we, you know, I mean, when you add a guy like that, any of those calibers to this Indianapolis Colts team, you, without a doubt, without a question, this team gets better, right? One hundred and ten percent, one hundred and ten thousand percent. Yeah, I mean. Uh, there's no doubt that the team automatically feels the impact of that. And, you know, kind of going back to what you're talking about earlier with this nostalgia, of course, you know, everybody wants nostalgia. We've all seen the picture of, uh, MHJ sitting on the bench with Marvin Harrison, you know, during the game, or I should say during, I'm sure it was pregame or postgame, but in uniform. Um, so that's cool. Um, but as you talked about, man, this, this is, this is arguably the best, the best player in the draft, the best player in the draft. 
Although we know because the way quarterbacks work right now, they are, they are taking precedent for them and there are teams who need quarterbacks more than they need the wide receiver. So he will have the opportunity to fall down. So going back to what you were talking about a little earlier, Eric, when you were saying how, you know, we will be in competition with some other teams who really want this quarterback. I could see it that way, or I could also see it being a situation where teams could maybe even try to screw us by making us give up a King's ransom because they know that we're only trading down for one reason, you know, or trading up for one reason. We don't need a quarterback, you know, so we, we will only be moving to get Marvin Harrison Jr. And teams would know that. So they're going to they're going to be, you know, they're going to be aggressive with what they want. And of course, that's where you have to come into the fact that, like you mentioned earlier, we have value Ballard. Is value Ballard going to make that happen? Doubt it. I think that Shane Steichen could have a huge, huge, huge impact on him, way bigger than Frank Reich obviously ever would have had on Chris Ballard when it comes to making a a impulse decision on a player that you know for sure brings a crazy upside to the team. But I also just think that Value Ballard will also will always pull the you know we can we can find a dominant rough card like you mentioned, and I'm not I'm not knocking that at all. But this is a generational talent. Let's be clear. And I think everyone knows that. We've seen what's happened week over week for the past couple of years at Ohio State with Marvin Harrison Jr. We know what he brings to the table. He is going to be a top player no matter what team he goes to. He's going to excel and he's going to elevate all the players around him. He's going to elevate the quarterback around him as long as they can get him the ball. Um, So this is a situation where I think that the Colts should do it but do i think the colts are gonna do it no they're the colts aren't gonna do it i i I, again i am mixed on it kind of how you mentioned earlier because uh i you know i i I think about i think about capital and what it does for us in the long run but i also think about the fact that the culture now in a in a position where we could get a, a a missing link to this offense that would now set us up with a wide receiver one a wide receiver two and a wide receiver three for years to come with the rookie quarterback with the with the with the head coach who has gr- a great football mind, with the great running back, and 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 like that that's just icing on the cake for the offensive side, in my in my humble opinion. Um, but like Eric said earlier, drop your comments below. Let us know how you feel about it because it it can go either way. But I also just think about the downside to it, of course, as well. You know, if the Colts were to do something like this, then we look at you know what what does this mean for the future of us because we're not going to have a first round draft pick. I'm sure for at least two years, maybe a year, uh, depending on if we have to, or we may have to lose a big time player. Do we want to lose a Quentin Nelson? Do we want to lose a quitty pay? I've already said that I'm okay with losing a quitty pay. Um, you know, and it is what it is with that, but I, I, I would be indifferent about losing Quentin Nelson because I know how much of a, a piece of the offensive side of the ball he is. So I think that it, it's definitely a day by day thing. I think that the Colts have a lot of decision-making to do, but I, if, if I'm just being completely transparent I really think that it's a it's a lost cause as far as it goes in the Ballard era. Now, if for whatever reason he was to fall out of the top five, you know, all of a sudden fall out of the top five, maybe Ballard would be a little more aggressive. Maybe we could entertain it, but I just don't see it happening, especially when there are going to be some other really good wide receivers. I'm not going to say really great, but there are going to be some other really good wide receivers who are going to be lined up there uh, down the line. So I could see Ballard if he were to even entertain a offensive player in the first round maybe wait and just sit back and, and see about the Keon Coleman's and those other guys that are back there yeah like what is the difference between Malik neighbors who's right. arguably wide receiver two of this draft and Marvin Harrison Jr what what is the talent gap what's the skill gap what what would you be losing uh I I think a lot of people would argue 
probably not too much because um, Malik Neighbors is amazing as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just that Marvin Harrison Jr. is that freak of nature. That yeah. That's something that, that usually doesn't come around in that position, but, you know, once every once in a while. Um, but let's say we keep our pick, number 15. Let's say we grab a cornerback in the first round, like a Nate Wiggins, like a Kool-Aid McKinstry, like whoever's available and then we turn around and, and take a wide receiver in the second round, like a Xavier Leggett, like a Mecca Agbuka. Uh, that that there's there's still great wide receivers on the table. So does that sound better than than giving up capital to acquire Marvin Harrison Jr. Or does that cornerback wide receiver combo is is that better than this godlike addition? I mean that that would be, you know, depending on the draft capital given up because. I, I don't even I'll, I'll be honest. I don't even think Ballard's considering this. They're they're right. thinking about what they can do to make this team better with the pick they have. I don't right. even think they're considering it. But then again, there's just always something in the back of my mind, like a little spidey sense of tingling. Like it could happen. It could happen. Um, and I, I just see him, you know, Marvin Harrison G. I don't think he makes it out the top five. It just it really depends on what the Bears do. Mm hmm. Like, are they going to keep Justin Fields? Do they want to take a chance on Caleb Williams or Drake May? Like, Drake May could – you never know. Um, and then you got another team, that second pick. I, I believe it belongs to the, the Arizona Cardinals. Or no, it's the Washington Commanders. Commanders ready to move on, take a, take a Drake May or a Caleb Williams right there. So then, like, you're looking at number three. The Patriots come up. They kind of need a quarterback. So are they going to take a wide receiver? And the Cardinals come up at four. Do they need Marvin Harrison Jr. or they need help on D? Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but Mm -hmm. I do know, like, adding Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Indianapolis Colts would energize Colts Nation just in general. I I think this pick would, I mean, people would be ordering his jersey. We sold out in no time. <laughs> five, yeah, five seconds after after the dra- yeah. <laughs> after the draft selection. I just think, I don't know, the hype around it would be amazing. Now the value added, I, I, I'm not sure because I don't know how much it would actually take. We can sit here and and make conjectures and and theoretical situations on what it would actually take. But until I see the cold hard evidence that this is what it takes to get Marvin Harrison Jr. at this pick. I don't know if we can make that decision. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Um, like, I, I again, I would do anything in the world to have him. If I were in the front office, I'd say, listen, four let's first do, round let's, picks. Let's, let's do it, man. Hey, All right, see, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, uh, what you drinking right now, man? Uh, drinking some uh some water that's all yeah. i got right here nah, <laughs> that's, it. that's it that's got some vodka nah, I, in there because you're <laughs> insane right now i wouldn't give four first round picks no i would not entertain that however would i entertain a first round pick a play a potential player or you know or something of that nature i i would i would because i think that again mhj would bring that that new explosive level to the team that we would need uh and it's it's hard though because i know you mentioned you know maybe getting that nice cornerback uh, and wide receiver combo for one and two. I think that that would be cool as well. But you know, at this point, man, I'm just ready for. I, I'm ready. I'm ready for the Colts to make some kind of a splash. 
I'm ready for a splash move. And and I don't want to hear that Anthony Richardson was a splash move or anything like that. The Colts needed a quarterback. for. We had been tired of being on the carousel. We had sucked so bad that we got the number four pick. So that wasn't a splash move. That that pick was uh, – that was – purely because of how poor our play was. So I would like I would be more than glad to see the Colts really jump the gun and do something big that would help benefit the team in more ways than one because Ballard I mean Ballard is he was content with with our young, you know, uh core that we had on defense at this year. He said they're getting better. Only going to get better. So does he decide to just say forget it? We need to get a a cornerback and and round one. I don't know. I mean, he seems pretty confident in the defense he set up. And he he put us out there with. So you know, I would I would feel comfortable making a splash though because we need that. We need that as time something that's just going to elevate this team and 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 get rid of the mediocrity. Just elevate it up. Yeah. What? So I'm I'm okay with that. It's just what will it take to make a splash? It's just, yeah. I mean, how? Yeah, I I think it's gonna be a first round pick, potential or a conditional. It, it's gonna be something, and it's gonna be a lot. And I just because I don't think he makes it out of top five, and mm-hmm. you know, trading into the top five from the number fifteen pick, I I think that's gonna take a little bit. So, you know, we'll we'll see. It it's gonna be exciting, but I'm not gonna be disappointed if we don't get him. No, um, yeah. I would just a bit. I'd probably be more excited if we did, but like there's plenty of good players in this draft. Like what, what if we did get neighbors? I, I would be hype. Uh, Brock Bowers mm-hmm. is still on the table potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about someone who can, who can, who can make our pass catching just, just even better from, from a tight end standpoint. We know what really good tight ends do for a team. Um, and then, you know, you know how I love corners. Um, I, I think, man you get a really good wide receiver really good corner in the first round and and it pans out i think when when you look at positional value and and wins over replacement i i think those two positions are are in the top six or seven for sure so it's gonna have a great impact for this team absolutely absolutely and i'll be content with that as well man because like you said there are plenty of receivers out there for us in this draft do we need to have mhj no do we want mhj absolutely there but there are plenty of other receivers out there that can help elevate this team to a whole new level so uh whatever it is i'm excited for the next couple of months as things continue to shake out we can see you know as people's heat comes on and uh, we get closer to to uh the combine and you know we get to see workout and pro days and all this other stuff man it's going to be exciting time uh just to kind of see it hopefully the colts will to uh keep um keep us informed keep us <laughs> i know chris ballard is a closed book and man. doesn't get any better when Stike yeah, is close they, they was blowing is. smoke last year man we thought <laughs> yeah. we was about to pick up will levis boy that thing was happening so I, un- until draft night i i doubt yeah. we'll know they're yeah. not going to make a trade up that early um, until draft night, I doubt they even do. But if they do, it better be for our boy, Marvin Harrison Jr. Let us know what y'all think in the comments. Uh, I know that that was a pretty long, long episode, but you know, there's a lot to talk about here. It's it's not so simple and straightforward when when you talk about trading up for this wide receiver. So let us know what y'all think. Let us know if we're completely wrong. Let us know <laughs> what the right answer for this Colts franchise is coming in april hey that's all i got jamal that's it for me too dog 
And that's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. And we'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Later. Yeah.